0: Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 182 of the Life Made to Order podcast, The Law of Attraction and My Personal Energy Management Routine. A lot of people ask me about this, like what I do personally as far as conscious creation, vibe management type stuff goes. So I figured I would put together a podcast kind of detailing that. Now a lot of the stuff I've talked about it before As a lot of you may know, I'm not particularly a routine-oriented person as far as this work goes, so I won't be giving some blueprint of like every day I do this in the morning, do this at night, and then some like guideline of like, okay, then you do all these same exact things and you'll get what you want. Um, I do do certain things, though, that help manage my energy, but... My energy management is more of a general nature because the deeper I got into this work of conscious creation and law of attraction, the more I realized that getting our stuff is not really the what's going to lead to our happiness. It's not about getting these things we don't have, our outside circumstances, changing them, that's not really the answer to what we truly seek. Everything we truly seek is is internal. Uh, We want certain feelings. We want peace of mind, all these different positive emotions. And of course, the way the mind works, it links that to changing the outside somehow. Now, you would think, well, someone that doesn't think the outside is the key to happiness, why would I focus on a teaching like the law of attraction? And I do that because... As a fellow human, I am invested in this outside world. I care what it looks like. I'm not a a spiritual master. I'm not planning on retreating to a mountaintop. So anyone that continues to live a worldly life, you'll probably still be attached to what that world looks like. You'll be concerned with what's happening out there. And we're here having this physical experience, so it makes sense to want certain things. And we have certain passions and desires and interests and all these different things. And it makes sense that we want to experience them so that we want these things isn't a problem it's it's fine i want stuff too i like getting money i like having a business doing something i enjoy i like traveling and, and all these different things right but the space we're wanting them from is a bit screwy but anyway i'm getting a bit off topic so anyway so i teach this stuff and i'm interested in this stuff because again like all other humans i am interested in this world i care about my experience here i want to see certain things but I try to make that journey and that natural attachment a bit less painful. Everything that comes with being invested in the outside world, all that comes with that. Again, I try to make that journey at, in a way that it's not as painful as it tends to be for us. We, I help people try to like focus on what matters, which is like the inside, the inner healing, the inner transformation, the inner change, knowing that the outside will reflect that in some way so you don't have to focus on it so much. You can relax a bit and then you just focus on what matters. Again, the inner the inner stuff, right? So with that being said, my energy management routine tends to be more general- because i don't like focusing too much on always trying to attract stuff i don't have always trying to change my outside somehow now there are times where i do focus specifically in that way and i'll get into that a bit but that's not the norm for me so for me my energy management routine consists of specific things um meditation yin yoga Cardiovascular exercise, I walk at least 90 minutes to two hours pretty much daily. I only miss a day really here and there, maybe once every few weeks or something. Same yoga, I probably do at least five times a week. Uh, The meditating, I like to do like exercises that are known to get your chi, prana, life force, energy type type stuff moving. I'm, I'm very interested in that as well. And that's how I manage my energy in that more general sense. A lot of all of those things make me feel relaxed, calm, centered. It feels good to move my body. The exercise makes me feel good. And all of those things promote a general sense of well-being. And if we think of our vibration and energy as just fancy words for our feelings, anything that makes you feel good is going to be beneficial for this sort of conscious creation in particular type focus. Because when you're feeling better overall, you're feeling all the sorts of feelings that you're kind of after anyway with all the specific things you want. So if that energy dominates more, that energy is putting out into that, you're putting that energy out into the world more consistently, you're going to attract stuff that mirrors it back to you. When you're feeling better overall, the filter through which you're viewing things in your life right now that you might not be thrilled about, nothing doesn't feel so bad. Problems don't seem so bad. You're more hopeful that, and you know, confident that solutions will present themselves. When you're not being overwhelmed by stress, again, you can see things more clearly. You're not compounding your all the issues in your life with with the, the, the bad feelings, which makes everything seem worse and all that stuff, right? Uh, when you're in that higher vibe in a general way, you're more of a match to insights, opportunities, solutions, encounters, all of these different things that would somehow move you forward with these specific goals you have, whether it's manifesting a relationship, healing a health problem, uh, getting a new job, making more money, right? Whatever the specific thing is that the human mind wants. And one of the most important things about that general vibe management is when you're feeling better overall, you start to see that getting all the stuff you don't have is not really the key to feeling better. You feel pretty okay now. So you realize it's possible to feel better and these things are not the absolute necessary requirement to have any shift in your emotional state. And you start to see, okay, yeah, I still want this stuff. I'd like to see it, but my mind telling me like I'll be utterly miserable until I get it. like, there's no way I could possibly feel better. Oh yeah. I kind of see that's not true because I'm doing all this stuff that actually makes me feel pretty good. And the more relaxed we can be about the state of current affairs easier it is to change those circumstances because we're not fighting against what is all the time. Because when you're feeling better overall, again, you're better able to handle challenging situations in your life, any problems you're facing now. A lot of the stuff that your mind thinks is so terrible, it's not. Your mind wants to tell you that your life is so terrible right now because you don't like your job or you don't have a boyfriend or this thing or that thing. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'm. I want these things. I'd like to improve these areas of my life, but my life is actually pretty okay. There's a lot of other good stuff happening in my life. And again, in that higher general vibe, you can see, you know, you are more appreciative of the good things in your life and the energy of appreciation, the energy of gratitude that is very powerful from a manifesting perspective because LOA 101, the more you feel that kind of energy, the more stuff you'll attract that you'll feel grateful for, appreciative of. So going off onto all that, my point of explaining all that is why I focus general vibe management and stuff that makes me feel good overall, because it helps me accomplish all of those goals that are very good for LOA, conscious creation type work, right? And another part of my routine, the other two major components of it is my most sought after tool is probably awareness, Awareness is the most powerful tool you will have with any sort of inner transformation work, especially when that work is aimed towards trying to change energy to affect specific change in your external reality somehow. Because you think about it, the key to changing beliefs, the key to all of this this transformation is at the crux of it. When you think about it is you're being presented with all of this new information. You're reading about all these different life philosophies, all these different spiritual teachers, talking about all these different things. And there's these new perspectives, these new beliefs, these new ideas, these new ways of looking at yourself, these new ways of looking at the world. Intuitively, something feels right to you. You feel like there's something to all of this. So, excuse me. So a big, the crux of changing is... What do you, what do you, it's, it comes down to choice. What do you choose to believe? Do you believe these new things that seem right to you? You might not have a lot of evidence in your own life. You may be not used to thinking or looking at things in that way at all, but something, there's something there and you feel like you should give it more of your attention, make more of an effort to be like that versus all the stuff you've been carrying around up until this point that's made you miserable and feel hopeless and frustrated and angry and bitter and resentful and all these shitty feelings that your mind loves to fight for, right? So awareness is powerful because the more you become aware of those perspectives and beliefs and energies and all of that stuff not serving you, you can now consciously choose to bring that stuff into the light, examine it, weigh it against this new information and decide if you're going to discard it or not. Now, the discarding might not be this immediate thing where you totally get rid of the belief right there on the spot. Sometimes that happens. But for a lot of us, it's continuous. So, awareness again is your most powerful tool. One of my primary vibe management strategies, if you want to think of it that way, because it's hard to be a conscious creator if you're not living more consciously, if you're not more conscious of what's happening inside, because your energy is whatever it is. So, it's good to know what's happening there. And when I say that, I don't mean I constantly am analyzing my thoughts and my feelings and the words running through my head and what my mind is doing, but. I am pretty tuned into that stuff kind of on a regular basis. You know, that's... One of the reasons why it's so hard to do that is because we're not used to doing that. We're used to living on autopilot and kind of just getting, we get up every day, we have our routines and we get sucked into the day-to-day minutia of life. And, and right, and we're not even, th- we're just, you know, reacting to everything around us with these locked and loaded responses that are very deeply ingrained, right? And we're not really consciously thinking at all about anything that's happening. Being a conscious creator, that's not, op- that's not an option anymore, right? So that's another big thing of my vibe management is being aware Of what's affecting my vibe, my thoughts, my feelings, and then my probably the last piece of the puzzle is I'm very tuned into my emotions. I'm very, you know, used to dealing with them. I it's a regular part of my life. And again, I don't mean like I'm constantly analyzing my feelings and then like you know, you know, engaging with them or whatever. But again, if our vibe boils down to essentially our feelings. Being aware of our feelings, being honest about our feelings, feeling our feelings, you know, giving them some thoughts, being with them and seeing the messages they're showing us. That's a very important part of vibration management, because, again, vibration is essentially almost, it's very energy. It's like just kind of fancy words for feelings. So if I'm upset, I cry. If I'm going through a hard time, I very give myself permission to be with the feelings. I'm always honest about how I'm feeling, so here's the thing with with all of this, with the feelings and stuff, right? You're, again, your vibe is whatever it is. So when we lie to ourselves about how we're feeling and we pretend we feel good or we keep trying to avoid looking at energies that are kind of bubbling up and we're very aware of them now, we can do that. You know, We're not under any obligation to engage with our inner world. But if you're interested in conscious creation type stuff and changing your outer world by way of transforming your inner world, You got to do that, right? We have to be willing to look at what's going on inside and again, lying to ourselves or ignoring all of this, it's not going to help because then these energies that probably have a lot of power and a lot of momentum behind them that have been influencing your life probably pretty heavily for maybe a very long time, that's going to continue to be what's going to happen because the energy is not going anywhere because we're not engaging with it at all and then bringing it to light and then releasing it or questioning it or whatever right so what is now will continue to be what is for however long in the future until we're willing to do that because if the inside's not changing the outside's not going to change so I'm, I'm very familiar with my feelings. I'm very used to dealing with them. I'm very comfortable dealing with them. I'm very comfortable with my negative emotion. It doesn't mean I love it. And I'm like, yay, feelings. Oh, wow. Well, what fun to dive in. I'm just as resistant to them as the next person, essentially. But I see the value of dealing with them. In my own life, my biggest energetic transformation, the biggest shifts in my reality have come not from some life-changing program, not some tool, not some technique, not my positive thinking it was just dealing with my emotional shit because that's the only thing standing in the way of you and these new changes in your life the only thing standing in the way of you and this higher vibration you're trying to create because here's the thing the only reason it feels so hard to try to be happy and all of these affirmations and all these other things kick up all of this resistance it's because Where not feeling good and all that stuff brings up all the bad feelings and that's why it feels so hard to feel better. Everyone talks about I try so hard to feel better and more positive and it's so hard. And the reason it's hard is right because we don't feel that way now we're very far away from that space right now. But when you deal with your feelings and you just let that stuff out you're willing to question the stories and the perspectives and the beliefs that created them and you're truly willing to let them go the feelings tend to start transforming because what's creating them is now transforming feeling better being happier raising your vibe there's virtually no effort to it it just occurs naturally because you dealt with the stuff that was making you feel unhappy so again That's gonna help your vibration, dealing with your feelings and letting your feelings out and being honest about your feelings. Brutal honesty will be your best friend in this sort of journey. Now, as far as specific like affirmations and and focusing specifically, I feel inspired to do that occasionally. I feel like if my energy is a little off with something, I might like, you know, set some intentions. Or if I need clarity about something, I might, you know, write out. For example, with business, I might have at one point, I wrote down my ideal client, the type of person I want to attract as a client, like getting that clarity, putting some energy behind it with certain, again, so, um, excuse me, occasionally I will feel inspired to do that, but it's usually kind of a one-off type thing. It's never something that I'm doing for a long period of time. So I feel like it's not really necessary a lot to do that. When we do stuff too much or too frequently, there's kind of a diminishing benefit to it and we it starts to become counterproductive. So... For example, if you find after your morning meditation, your energy is in a really good place and that's when you say your affirmations and they feel awesome, great. But then you're doing them four other times during the day when you're stressed at work after a long day and you're tired right before you go to bed and you just want to get this or whatever it is, right? And then those other four times is like the energy is not quite as powerful behind them. It's probably better, like more is not always better with that sort of work. That one really good session in the morning when your energy is in a really good place before your day has started and your mind is just filling with crap and the mental chatter starts going about everything, that's awesome. The other four times, it's like it's the energy activation. It's really about the quality of it, not the quantity when you think about it in that Context, doing it more isn't necessarily better because a lot of times again it becomes counterproductive because there's like a tension there. We're trying to force a result where it's coming from impatience or or whatever, right? And the energy it kind of taints the the whatever. So when I do do that stuff again, it tends to be like maybe a couple of times or maybe just once, depending on the, the issue I'm like. For example, if I have a lot of shit in my head about certain things, if I have a situation that's really bothering me, I might feel. Um, inspired to like write down what i'm thinking my different limitations and thinking my fears my negative feelings or thoughts or whatever and then i try to like turn it around and like counteract it right so i might do that just one time though i won't do that like every day for two weeks because that's not for me personally that's not going to benefit me i found doing that stuff too much is uh For me, again, counterproductive. I didn't feel good because the point of all those tools and techniques, the act completing the actions in and of themselves is not the goal. The goal is to use those things as a means to an end, a way to help you feel better and help you focus more positively. And for a lot of us, those tools and techniques, we see them as like in and of themselves, they have some sort of power. The point is just doing them and then you get them done and then you're going to get something because you did it, right? That's not how it really works. So for me, I found that... Doing it occasionally, when it feels inspired, I'll do it. But I don't make um, energy work that's meant to influence my outside in a specific way. I don't make that a regular part of my energy management. And again, this is just me personally. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just about, you know, this, like I said, this is in response to a lot of people asking me about me personally. So again, this is just my personal experience. If you do that stuff regularly, and it feels really good to on a daily basis, do something with your business or this thing or that thing. Awesome. Go for it. Another time where I did more specific focus was when a few years ago, I had a really serious health problem pop up and there were a lot of times where focusing on healing specifically felt good to me. I would listen to like some kind of, um, guided meditation that maybe helped me deal with the pain or some healing frequency that's sound healing or whatever, right? So it felt good. Uh, and, I was, and I was specifically aimed at trying to improve my physical condition, improve my symptoms, facilitate uh, physical healing. But even then, the bulk of my work was still very general, and 99% of it was working through negative emotion that I realized was manifesting as the health problem, right? So it was still more general in that sense. So, yeah, that's that's my routine. It's It's more general because I recognize... What we're really after at the end of the day is those more general energies, that more general sense of well-being. So I try to put my focus on things that cultivate that. And like I explained earlier in the podcast, all the different ways that general well-being influences your energy in those more specific ways for those more specific goals and how it benefits like that, that sort of stuff, you know, and it's um, it's not about like, it's not like an either or proposition where you have to choose. It's like it covers those bases as well. And specifics, again, when I feel inspired to focus specifically where I really want to put a certain intention out there or clarity or whatever, again, I might do that stuff, but that's not a normal part of my routine. Energy work, personal growth work, all that action and doing, <coughs> excuse me, again, then the actions in and of themselves have no power. It's They're supposed to help you feel better. So that's a very individual thing what's going to make one person feel better than another. So <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm getting over a bit of a cough and a cold. So yeah, you might have resonated with some of the stuff I said today. And if you do try those, some of those specific things, or just my general idea of what I'm saying, and somehow apply that into your your life or whatever, or just, you know, you have to do what works for you. So if it makes you feel good, then it's going to be a good thing for your energy, because that's the purpose of doing it is to help you feel better in some way. And again, technically, we don't have to do anything. But most of us, Myself included, we're probably going to benefit from doing at least like one thing consistently because just to do it all completely in our head, we usually need some kind of outside support, right? But again, technically none of it's necessary because none of that actually has any true power. So the goal is those things, the goal of doing all those things is to help you feel better in some way. So if it's doing that, it's a good thing to add to your little routine or ritual. If it's not doing that, then it's not going to do anything for you. Again, and more isn't always better, so if you feel like you're overloading yourself with all of that stuff and it's not feeling good, just focusing on maybe one or two things or three things that really work for you or whatever and then again it might be a little trial and error a little bit of experimenting you might not stick with the same things all the time you might change it up every once in a while or whatever right again the key is as long as you're feeling good and it's making you feel better then you're you're doing the quote unquote right things so yeah that's it guys i hope you enjoyed this have a great day or night and for more content products and information about my coaching services head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com bye bye